1: what's up you guys sean ross sap fightful.com here with a name you know first time in person though
2: yes diana really.
1: Perazzo, the virtuosa how are you i'm doing good uh, i mean things have changed an awful lot since the last time we talked you yeah. don't have the title anymore
2: it's fine i'm on my way to getting it back
1: your feelings aren't hurt not no, really not at all not really
2: Mm-mm. you win some you lose some so and i then mean you win some more
1: almost a year consecutive altogether it was over a year you've You're like, what, the second longest reigning champion of all time? Cumulative?
2: Yes, like 400 some odd days. And
1: you've only been there a year and a half. (laughs) That has to feel good about, like, their confidence in you.
2: Yeah, um, I feel like when you leave wwe or other places and then you know you're you're trying to find where you're gonna land people have these like preconceived notions that you like have demands and want things and i literally wanted nothing but a place that would pay me to wrestle (laughs) like i didn't come in asking for anything i was like let's just see what would happen um and i swear when i i was told i was going to win the knockouts championship at Slammiversary, um the first thing i said to steve was like it'll probably change no Uh like i'm not going to tell anyone else because i didn't think it was actually going to happen so um for them to give me that right away and then just like let me roll with it for the last 18 months um has been amazing
1: what were some of those preconceived notions that you found that people had when you were hitting the indie circuit when you were which i mean the indie circuit was not new to you. You had navigated that heavily before then you were so active already.
2: Yeah. I think people thought I was going to be asking for a million dollars to wrestle. Um, also we were like still in the thick of COVID. So there weren't a lot of Indies running. Um, so it was kind of just like after my 90 days were up, I had to take what I could take, um, or uh, what was out there. So I think people assume everyone's asking for a lot of money. I think people assume that they go in saying, I need a storyline with the champion. I need to win. And, um, A lot of times they don't win. So I think it was even better that I went for the knockout championship and won right away because that really shocked a lot of people.
1: And obviously people losing their jobs isn't a good thing, but now you have your best friend Chelsea. You have your boyfriend Steve who is – they're navigating this with you. They're experiencing it and they're both thriving as well. How has that been for you? And, like, did either one of them say, like, hey, what's up, how how is this working now? Because Steve had been well removed from that that scene for a long time.
2: Yeah, Steve, like, honestly never really, like, broke out on the indie scene prior to being signed to WWE in, like, 2014. He'd been wrestling for, like, one year. Um, So I think... For him, it was more of an education process and a guiding process of like, okay, so now uh, just come to Impact with me and meet some people and see what happens. And he didn't really go in looking for a job, but he came out with one. So that was awesome. Um, It was, okay, get in touch with this guy to have music done so you can release music and work on T-shirt designs and just things that um, you don't have to worry about when you're in WWE. It's just kind of given to you. Uh, I was like, we have to create some buzz and get people interested in what your next steps are. So this is what I did. Let's try to replicate that for you.
1: So, I mean, it's also got to feel good to see him doing so well. Yeah. Like, I, I often compare it to, like, if Rhino in his prime was plopped down in the X Division. Mm-hmm. Like, that style is so different. It's yeah. so unique. And a lot of people never got the opportunity to see what he could do on the microphone, in vignettes, in the ring. And as somebody who has, I'm sure, watched every bit of his work over the last <laughs> few years, you were well aware of that. And now it's it seems like it'd be like a... Told you type of thing.
2: Yeah, I, w- I would even go as far to say I wasn't well aware of that because really? when I had met him, he was in a tag team with um, Weston Blake, Corey, um, his best friend. And like I had never seen what he could do as a singles competitor uh, because although we like grew up an hour from each other, we know all the same people from Jersey. We had never met Um Wow. like we had never been around each other before wwe or until i came to nxt um so to kind of see him break out and i i say to him bound for glory was his like breakout moment like everyone saw oh shit this yeah. is different than flipping and what the x division is known for it was kind of like a throwback to samoa joe in the x division yeah. a little bit um so i've just been i couldn't even tell you how proud i am of him because um he's taken this with stride and he's went out there with a purpose to say like i am gonna prove you wrong and i'm gonna show everyone what i could do on my own uh because he never got the chance to do it
1: so wrestling travel is brutal anyway does the fact that you all came from the same place originally does that make it easier like to travel back?
2: Yes, yeah. I would say so. So last weekend, or um, maybe it was two weekends ago, now there was the big event, and I had a friend from college who got married, uh, so we were able to like do the wedding and then uh, see my dad and see my stepmom and then like be able to if we wanted to go see his. It parents felt like
1: you and- all were everywhere, and like that short. I remember you all would yeah. post something. I was like, I thought they were there.
2: Yeah, but it makes it so much easier because his parents are you know two hours from my parents, and um, we. We could really make a full family trip when we yeah. go home
1: so uh as i mentioned impact knockouts title you, you lost it it's, it's a bummer but yeah. i mean the run that you had especially as champion and then like the th- surprise match with thunder rosa then mickey james it's very clear that they were like okay we we want to put people against her that are her level of competition because you have been in such a prominent role for so long yeah How are you adjusting now that that isn't your role?
2: Um, I think that I had 18 months of that role.
3: And,
2: you know, I was gone from TV for like four weeks, three or four weeks. And honestly, that was my idea. I was like, let me just disappear for a little bit and then come back and like if i had it my way i wouldn't have a rematch like Mm -hmm. i wanted it to be so dramatic and so like i can't even stand the look of the knockouts championship (laughs) without me like there'll never be another camelot i really wanted that moment um of course you know they really wanted a rematch mickey and i have been telling such a great story this is like my real first feud so um not being in that role i think is okay because i was in it for so long and i really pushed um over the year to have other people do other things we had this crossover uh with AEW and nwa and i really pushed for like well if it can't be me let it be someone else and um we have so many talented women on our roster that deserve to be in the spot that i was or in a similar spot that i am so uh you know it's nice to see other people getting that opportunity as well
1: did it disappoint you that there wasn't any female crossover in the AEW impact thing which seems to be shelved for now
2: yeah, I think I was a little disappointed because I, for me, there's a ton of dream matches and people that I haven't been yeah. in the ring with for years or have never been in the ring with prior. Um, but you know what? I think Impact was kind of the hub of all of the crossover, and we got to do a lot of stuff with NWA. Obviously, my match with Melina was one of the headliners of Empower. So um, as as disappointing as it was, I have t- tried to look at the positives now. Instead of, of harping on what could have been, let's look at what was.
1: I mean, if you... If- you want to bury somebody or a company or anything?
2: <laughs> I don't. I, I've been
1: trying to get people to bury people all day long, and I can't. I, it hasn't happened. Everybody's trying to be nice. Yeah,
2: I'm trying to be nice today. I'm what, in a good mood. What happened to the go,
1: the good old days of <laughs> Diana? Shoot interview. Yeah, the shoot interview. <laughs>
2: Ne- I'm, even tr- I'm trying to think of who I could who I could say something, but that's my best friend. I could say nothing bad oh, about her. I on. can say this. I can say, actually, um, she flew from TV to Canada to see her family, uh-huh. and she was like, I can't bring a bag full of merch. Could you uh, uh, pick up my merch bag at my house and bring it to, yeah. to North Carolina? So I was like, yeah, of course. I go to pick up the bag. The bag doesn't have a handle
0: oh no <laughs>
2: which she yeah, had told me ahead of time but i forgot you've got it up um, like like john yes Cena i'm an like carrying adjustment. this bag like yeah so I'll, I'll bury her for that i guess but i also would do anything for her so i don't really care
1: so <laughs> tag team titles you and her is that Ooh. is that an aspiration in your absolutely
2: future? i think it what's wild to both of us is that vxt was never a real thing yes. it was like a social media movement for like a hot second but People want to see VXT. Yeah. People want to see like us do meet and greets as VXT together. So um, I think that if there's ever a chance for us to re- reignite VXT and, and give the people what they want, but also see our vision come to life, yeah. uh, going for the Knockouts Tag Team Championships would be that.
1: Now, I know that after the, the Knockouts title match, like sort of adjusting things for you visually and and gear and stuff like that was important to you. Yeah. What kind of steps are you are you taking there or are you looking to do like is it is it to differentiate yourself from that reign specifically or just like to sort of define a new era?
2: Um, I I think maybe a bit of both. I think that the Virtuosa as as if she was a real human being, and she was me, I don't think I'd wear any of the gear that I had as the champion. I think that in the virtuoso's brain, it's like, I, I can't bear to put that on. Yeah. I'm something else completely now. And my life was a catastrophe heading to tapings. Um, and my gear maker just never started my gear. So oh, there's no. that. Um, we, Do you, we, you yeah, have
1: that happen a lot?
2: No. Because like, okay, so, your, your
1: pay-per-view gear has become like a thing. Like yes. People know Deanna's got pay-per-view gear coming up
2: yes so and and as much as it's become a thing o- online it's like a thing in my heart like I have distinct visions of what I want to look like um so I had someone I sent them uh, I had a new drawing made up it was, and it was edgy it was like snakeskin and black and like very um like the tie up in the chest and it was meant to be complete opposite of maybe what the virtuoso would wear a little edgier um and yeah they said we'll have it done no problem and then the day of just was like sorry we didn't do it
1: So what goes through your head when that happens? Because do you have to get that gear, like, cleared by Impact and stuff?
2: No. No, I don't. So I can wear whatever I want. Um, I had a feeling this would happen, so I had texted Impact, uh, one of our writers, and I had said, like, how would you feel and would there be space for the virtuosa to like wear black jeans and a t-shirt and just you know what i mean really differentiate and they were kind of like i don't know um but then i wore it and gail and scott and a whole bunch of people were like wow i love dark (laughs) diana like dark mean evil diana works it was Um, different it was different
1: because we're so used to like everything bedazzled and and shiny and like the pay-per-view gear yeah that uh that was a nice contrast. And that that's thought. really
2: what I wanted. I wanted to hit that home, but even just like with my mannerisms, like the virtuosa is very like, here I am and look at me, and this Diana is like, nah, no, I'm freaking pissed. Like, and I'm just here to kick ass.
1: Well, tell the people where they can find you on social media, diana
2: Everyone can find me at Diana Perrazz, on Twitter and on Instagram.
1: Check it out, guys. We always love having Diana Perrazzo. Any excuse to have her on, we will have. <laughs> Until next time. We're out.
2: Bye guys.